Welcome to Unwrap Your Mind. My name is Maria Plal and this episode is about self-love and I will talk with one of my beautiful friends, Antonia. And yeah, we, we will talk about how liking and loving is not the same or how we sometimes get confused with those terms and what it actually has to do with healthy self-love and how we can come back to to this yeah pureness of who we actually are and there are a lot of other inspirational things in that talk and yeah just feel free to to listen to it and I'm as always very happy to also hear some feedback and yeah to just get in touch with you as well and just let me know what you think about self-love how how you experience love and maybe even with some obstacles or challenges that you're facing when it comes to self-love and thank you already for being here and for listening and enjoy the talk so <laughs> today i just had this spontaneous idea to talk to or to record something very special with a very special person <laughs> and I'm sitting here with my friend Antonia Hi. And yeah we just had a beautiful talk coming out from a sharing and I was very inspired by that topic and so I thought it can actually help so many people and that's why I thought we can just talk a little bit more about that and um, yeah before we dive into that topic I would love to introduce you I, there is so many things to say about you um, I see you as yeah my bigger sister which I've never had <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's also quite interesting how we both met and how we came together because it was yeah just coming from a gut feeling to text you when I saw you on one of the uh, what was it like a video web webinar webinar Zen yeah. coaching webinar yeah and I I felt so drawn to actually yeah to text you so then I did and then without knowing we actually ended up being in the same course doing both our Zen coaching training together and now I'm even staying here with you and yeah, yeah. housemates housemates yeah <laughs> house and soulmates yes yeah. yeah yeah is there anything you would like to say about yourself who you are who are you in that moment <laughs> yeah 
Oh, wow. Well, thank you for those beautiful words, first of all. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I resonate with that, with feeling this, this sisterhood, sister bond with you. Um, and uh, I'm very happy that you followed your intuition and uh, wrote to me. And I mean, either way, we would have clicked and connected and hung out <laughs> I feel um but yeah that um that made me very happy and is um a source of great joy in my life still because we're here now <laughs> um but yeah about me um my name is Antonia I uh who am I right now? Um, right now, <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit of a blabbering mess. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I work with healing and obviously taking this Zen coaching training. So it, I'm into all of these kinds of modalities to support our growth and our awakening journeys um, and I like to share songs from my heart <laughs> and uh, yeah like dancing and just expression of the soul and the spirit in whatever form or way it likes to or is moved to by the core, the center, the heart. Um, yeah, and in this moment, I feel <clears throat> very free to explore that and to be myself with you on this call. Or it's not even a call. I'm used to doing calls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Yeah, for now. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so everyone might be now interested in what the topic is. And I feel like sharing a little bit, yeah, what comes to me before we really dive into that um, talk that we had before is that, yeah, what comes to me right now is that we have, when we are born... Uh, we are so precious and just pure love. And then there there comes this time when we actually decide we need to protect those preciousness. And then we put on layers and different layers. And then we grow with those layers and they get so big. And so the reason also why I'm doing the podcast, as you know, is that I'm like yeah what we were all working with like reducing those layers again and the topic that we had before is yeah also about taking off some essential layers and to dive deeper into the topic of self-love and yeah I feel like we just had a healing call or group session together um, which was the topic was self-love and yeah, it's 
it's very interesting and also shocking at the same time how many people are feeling not good enough, feeling wrong and feeling, yeah, not worthy to actually love themselves. And there are so many different things to talk about self-love. And I even, yeah, had another, like an episode a few months ago about self-love and um, so it's not really possible to actually take this whole topic now mm. but we're looking at one layer and mm. yeah what we talked about is about love and receiving love from our parents and what we maybe decide to actually do when we're kids why we need love and how can we get the love that we need? And yeah, I just feel like one thing is very essential to mention is that when we are born, we need the love, like emotional love mm. from our parents. Otherwise, we would die. So that's even yeah, more essential than, than the, the physical touch. Mm. And... Yeah, since we're, since our parents and also we were not enlightened, there are some lacks in, about those we'd like to talk about. Mm. So, yeah, would you love to share what, what kind of insight there was um, when we talked before? Yeah. Yeah, like you said, there's <clears throat> a lot on this topic could go on and on um, but definitely let's see <laughs> where to start with this where it's funny because just just now because this is a this is a podcast and I'm noticing instantly that my mind is trying to fill the gaps and I know someone's going to be listening to this and if there's silence um, the silence might not be welcomed and so what happens in me is that all of a sudden I lose my connection to love within me because there's a feeling I'm already anticipating a sense of rejection or judgment from someone else who isn't even here a hypothetical person who's going to be listening to this and in and I'm sitting feeling into what to share and then there is a sense of self-rejection self-abandonment and in that a lack of self-love because I'm not doing exactly what's expected of me which uh, is the key right the <laughs> the yeah doing yeah <laughs> So that was what we were talking about, is, is um, this need uh, for validation and, and being liked in what we are doing and forgetting the effortlessness and the openness and the ease of love, of true love, self-love or love overflowing abundantly from yourself, from others, to others and everywhere. And so, yeah, what we were discussing was this misconception that we all have had or have at 
one point or another in life of thinking that in order to love ourselves, in order to be loved, we have to do. We have to do certain things, we have to act in a certain way, adjust our behavior, suppress or exaggerate, whatever it is that we think is giving us more of that sense of validation and external, whatever we think love is from, from the external or from within ourselves. We're going to like adapt our behavior and try to do that, try to be that by doing. And so what we were touching on is this, is that actually it has nothing to do with doing. The love, the self-love and the love that we have for others and that they have for us has nothing to do with the doing at all, whatsoever. Mm. And it doesn't mean that the love can't be expressed in action or in doing somehow. But it's not depending on it. It's not equal to it. Love isn't that thing that we think it is, but it's beyond that. And so every time we attach ourselves to that thing, to give us love, to feel love, to have love in our lives, to give love to others in our life, then we're holding on to something that essentially is quite limiting and quite frustrating for us and the people around us. Hmm. So basically what you're saying, what I hear is that we think we like we want to be loved as I also shared before that's like an essential need that we all have since we're born. And then we think we need to do something in order to be loved. But in fact we forgot that we actually are we are love, we are loved with being. Yes. And in then one interesting thing that we also said before was like the difference between liking and loving. Mm. Yes. And I just yeah, get reminded of like this term like when like in Germany we I don't remember that term I love <laughs> you like in translation um To the German language, I, we never said that in, in my family to mm. each other. It was almost always something like, I like you, like something like that. You can't completely translate it to okay. German, but it's. it was not, I would never receive I love you. That was always something that was just for a partner, this I love you. That just came to me. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. But then before you shared also something um, about liking and loving. Do you want to yeah, add on to that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. I think the greatest learning that came through this morning for me was that I had absolutely confused liking with loving. I, my whole life, uh, or most parts of my life, I've thought that liking equals loving and loving equals liking. And so that makes life very vulnerable. That makes life very scary, very hard, and 
a lot of work. Because that means that in order to be loved, I need to be liked. And in order to feel liked, I need to feel loved. And so if the like, if being liked doesn't give me a real sense of loving, it means I have to work harder. <laughs> it means I have to chase even harder, I have to do more to be liked or to be the person I believe will be liked by others. So it's like, it's a real vicious cycle <laughs> uh, and such a freeing thing to realize when I was able to openly share with you, Maria, this morning, as I asked you to kind of just listen to, to, to what I had to say. Um, and even in that moment, fearing that maybe, maybe Maria won't like me for asking for this. Maybe this is not what she wants in this moment. And if my, my need doesn't go with what her need or her want is, then that means she won't like me. And if she doesn't like me, she won't love me. And if she doesn't love me, then what will I do? Then you're nothing. Then, then, then nothing. my life is nothing and I, I feel worthless. I feel a great lack in my life. Whereas essentially, when I could see this as, as very, very distinctly separate and nothing to do with each other, then I realized that I, I can take a bigger risk now. I can take the risk of Maria not liking me, which means, one, I can speak more honestly. I can be more truthful with her because I'm not worried that she will reject what I have to say. Even if she does, I'll be okay. Because if, if you end up not liking me for what I have to say, I can still feel loved. The love doesn't have to go away because there is a dislike. And that was like, wow, mm. like, wow, thank you, like, wow. <laughs> and it was so gratifying to, to, to feel that. Also, when I, when I said to you straight up, like, to your face, you don't have to like me. <laughs> I felt a sense of freedom for your sake because I'm not, I'm not forcing you to like me. And that makes me happy because there are no conditions in our relationship anymore. I'm not, I'm not putting this pressure on you to like me so that we can have love, so that we both can experience love. That, because that wouldn't be fair. And the same thing goes for me. If I'm always worried of not being liked, I'm putting that pressure on me and also pressure on me to like everybody else. Because if I think that love and liking is the same thing, then I think I have to, I mean, obviously it feels like the right thing or the good thing to do is to love others, right? And it, So if I think love and liking is the same, then I have to like everyone. And that's a really, really tough job. Yeah. <laughs> because we're humans. We can't like everyone and like everything unless we're enlightened and and. Maybe some people do like everyone and we're learning to do so or to at least not have dislike and to release whatever we dislike about people uh, or whatever we're holding in our systems that is not, that is rejecting others in a sense. But it doesn't mean that we're not loving them because how can we not love if we are love? 
And if this truth is there, then it takes so much pressure away. So mm. much. Yeah, and what I also hear with this pressure is like, it also has nothing to do with self-love if I'm always trying to be liked because then I'm not in myself. Because if I, I'm just seeing if I'm trying to be liked by you by doing doing things. So if I, yeah, try to figure out and have that pressure, what what would Antonia like me to do so that she loves me would mean I, I would always be outside of my body basically because I'm always I'm not listening I'm not it's not about me it's not about what's happening in me it's about what can happen in the outside so it has nothing to do with self-love because I'm not in mm. any way connected to myself mm. so the moment we realize okay liking is has nothing to do with love or loving we can come back to self-love because then we can focus on ourselves and we can as you also shared before there's this tremendous freedom of of just being who we really are because then i'm finally can can be grumpy then i can finally also be not in a good mood mm. sometimes but i it's not that i'm not loved anymore so I'm still have a right to exist because I feel also love is very much connected to, at least for me, like um, love is connected to I have a right to be here on earth because it also when we come back to when we are born, without the love, we wouldn't be here. Like we need love that like to live. Like that's something what a baby needs in order to be alive. It's like oxygen. It's like oxygen. Mm. And yeah, that's like, it's so interesting to just realize that. And I'm just wondering now what, like with all these inside, what can, how can we come to that realization for oneself? Like, of course, like if we, hear those things and mm. it's nice to hear but if there's still a blockage yeah it will not come through right it's yeah so maybe essential to see what to understand why it can't come through and why it why it's just resonating in the mind but not connecting in the body and in the heart yeah yeah and yeah maybe it's essential to go back to to like the explanation why it in the first place came to that um movement of like i need to do things in order to be loved hmm. and maybe it also comes to inner child work and like connecting mm. again to to our to the source and to remember who we really are yeah and now just this memory of like when we shared before I had this memory of like when when you talk to someone about a birth like let's say a dad talks about the birth of the daughter or the son and when this person 
like the father talks about that birth it there's so much sparkling in the eyes and like so much yeah love you can feel it it's just so much pureness and to really just by realizing that as a baby we didn't do anything we were just there but we were loved so for me it helps to realize ah right i remember i i was born i was just there i didn't do anything i didn't do the dishes or something <laughs> i was just <laughs> laying there mm. super yeah fragile and you didn't have a high qualified job exactly <laughs> There was nothing to prove. Like, I couldn't prove anything. I could just be there. But I was loved. Mm. So this realization is, is so precious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm curious how that makes you feel, like, right now. To, to The realization? Yeah. <sighs> it's such an easiness and it's like a champagne bottle like sparkling and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like connected to the source again connected to the to essence wow to yeah like how can we not love baby like it's not possible and i was this baby too so Of course, I am like that. Yeah. You are like that. Everyone is that. Yeah. But since our parents were not enlightened and we weren't that either, we, we thought this moment of like love that we maybe got when we were born, it faded away the moment reality hits hit in again mm -hmm. so then we wanted to have that love back and the sparkles in the eyes of our parents mm. and we thought something might be wrong with us we're not enough anymore but just being yeah so we need to do mm. things mm. and in the doing when you do something enough times you get identified with it And you think you have, you have, you take on a role. You are the doing. You become the doing. And then it gets so painful to lose that because you think you're losing your identity, yourself. You think that's you. And, and when that starts to crumble, it becomes a, quite a scary process if we're very, very identified with that doing, which essentially is excessive or beyond what is actually required of us as true beings. Mm. And, and that, to me, is the path of awakening and healing and is coming back to truth and realizing where we've taken on these, these masks, these outfits, these shields, these protections, these roles, these personalities that's, that we thought we needed in order to get that love that we felt we were lacking. And then the more we just realize that that love is there, like this effortless presence of love, and just realizing that this is, this is actually our true nature. 
Yeah, but it's a long path to get there, right? It's 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 like it's a long path, but it's also not because we can be there at any moment because our true nature never leaves. So we can always tune into that. We can always come back to this. But then, of course, throughout the, the journey of a lifetime, it, it feels like a long, arduous path mm. to dismantle and uncover these things. But the more we have this experience and let ourselves kind of dip into the essence of love and the truth of who we are, the more it is, it, it the, the less it becomes something distant in the future, but something that's that's already ripping off the masks, already ripping off and burning away the untrue mm. or the things we thought we were. Yeah. How I'm just hearing this question of like. But, well, this sounds everything so beautiful and, like, yeah, sounds so easy. But, like, we both know it's not easy. That's what I mean with it's a long path. So, yeah, the question is, like, but how do I, like, I'm in my, I'm in my role. I'm stuck maybe in, in a job. I maybe have a role as a, maybe I'm a parent uh, for my own kids or I, I am a partner or I am, like, we all have these different roles and we have the the busy busyness maybe mm -hmm. even of our um, daily life. So, I mean, what we're talking about is it's like the whole phase of like healing and unwrapping those layers. Mm -hmm. But how how do we do it? What is healing for you? What is healing for me? Healing for me is community, sangha. Um, so sangha means community. Yeah. Um, being in the presence of 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 truth, as in so satsang is also another word for that. Being in the presence of truth and and in a like sort of like Im immersing oneself in something that is bigger than you uh, and to me that's community because as soon as you open yourself to community or to other people to even a job that may seem very mundane But if you truly open yourself to it, then it can become something holy. And and this is... But for me, yeah, it's other people. So you heal through other people or outside conditions yeah and, and just finding those people that that have this common direction or openness and common desire to to come into love to come into truth 
because we can do it by ourselves to a certain degree. And this has certainly been my learning because I've been wanting to do a lot of it on my own. And so that's why so much healing for me was in opening up to others and allowing them to, to open me up. And that's been my healing because in my dark room, <laughs> in my dark room of, of the ego, I can hold on to whatever I want and no one will shine a light on it unless I open up the door for other people to do so. So for me, my healing is opening up to other people. How do you open up to other people if you're still so closed? If, if, the, if the resistance and fear is stronger and holds you back from really opening up? Well, one thing to remember is that we don't have to heal. We don't have to do this. Why do you choose to heal? Because the benefits <laughs> are so good. <laughs> it's, it's like once you've tasted it, it's like, how can I ever go back, you know? if even though it's so painful at the same time right yeah but what's more painful is holding on to pain so once you've let go of a part of pain and you feel that difference in your heart the lightness oof like oh nice wow i didn't know i could feel this and then you start becoming curious how much how much more can i enjoy like how much better can life feel because already i just let go of this little part and this now layer. i feel yeah this layer is now gone and i feel like lighter oh, my breath is opening up and something is changing and then the curiosity of wait a minute is there more is there more in there that i can also let go of and feel even better and then there is an excitement there is there is now a momentum because I I have I have entered this flow of like ah oh, this is good this is good I'm 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 no longer because I'm in the flow it's like that river I'm I'm no longer the hand holding us holding onto a stick or fighting against the river I'm now going with a stream and it's like ah oh. so much easier than against yeah. yeah 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 and then of course that doesn't mean that again I'll I'll find a stick and try to hold on to it, but then I remember again, and thanks to my friends, <laughs> thanks to the community, and the truth that is that I've chosen to surround myself with, they will tell me, hey, um, Tones, you're, you, you got a nice stick over there, but you know, you can also let it go and just flow. If you find those <laughs> people in life, that's also... Right. Um, it's hard that I mean that's another topic of how to actually see what's serving you and like how to like see if those friendships or whatever are still serving you or not but yeah yeah and that's that's also self-love right it's yeah. checking in with oneself if this is still serving me if are these people in my surrounding actually <laughs> Helping me to see this stick that I'm holding on. Yes. Or are they helping me hold it there? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it requires a lot of self-honesty. 
and confidence yeah and courage to actually let go of that also. willingness to face the truth and yeah face oneself yeah yeah an openness to what is mm. Mm. if one question i don't know maybe you have an answer Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe. Is there anything that comes to your mind that everyone can can do if there's the willingness? Ah, oh, yeah. I want to to heal. I want to take off those layers. Is there one thing that where we can start, or how we can maybe find motivation again to actually? keep doing that if we how can we start is there something yeah the the, the thing i'm thinking is like yeah call me <laughs> <laughs> like but but like for real though uh in the sense that like if if someone's serious about it the, then ask for support ask for it yeah Ask for coaching, for healing, healing, yeah, for a moment of of just trust with a friend or uh, whatever it is. Like begin begin with where you are and act with it's it's like if if it's true. That you're open to it and you want it, then let that be true. And when that is allowed, then you will automatically, you know, life is so benevolent. So the next, if you've truly opened yourself, the next time you're, you'll be walking down the street, there's just a random guy coming up to you and like, hey, you dropped this. I think this is, was this yours? And like, oh, thank you. And then you start talking and it turns out you have 10 similar interests and all of a sudden you become buddies and you can talk about some deeper stuff together and it opens you up to the next le level of your life. And then you've, the, he has a whole community and then all of a sudden you're part of a community and your life just accelerates. The joy, the peace, the bit, bliss and all these things, like it just comes to, to I'm doing hand hand movements as if they're gonna be seen but they're not but like um yeah your your life is up leveled by taking opportunities and being open yeah to what shows up mm -hmm. is that what you mean? yeah 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 and trusting in the openness trusting in your in your intuition, that desire, of that intuitive longing is there. That once we let ourselves feel it and open up to it, then it will guide us. And it is guiding us, always. Yeah. And that brings me right to the beginning again about how we both met. Yes. Through following yeah. the intuition and just yes connecting in some way and then it ended up being such a, an amazing and nourishing sisterhood and bond yeah and healing friendship journey yeah. friendship and so much fun and everything yeah mm. yeah yeah 
Exactly. Thank you so much for that beautiful talk and your yeah inspiring words and for this yeah, just just being you and I love you by just seeing you being <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you and yeah same I feel that with you and I very much cherish that in my heart and soul And thank you for inviting me into this part of your life and sharing your truth with the world. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I um, would like to ask you, if if there's anyone who wants to reach out to you, mm -hmm. how can they reach out to you? How can they get in contact with you? And how can... If there's anyone who feels like I need to talk to Antonia who is she and can I learn more about her how can they reach you um <laughs> for Instagram or yeah. Facebook or Instagram yeah or Facebook <laughs> either way uh, Facebook is a little harder because you can't you need to be friends in order to see the messages so it can easily get lost But yeah, Instagram is a is a nice um, platform. I've been struggling with Instagram lately, but <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Just in whatever way they feel called to. There's there's no right and wrong. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. And <sighs> yeah. I hope uh, that you could take something with you from that beautiful talk and even if it's just a tiny bit um, that was the kickoff for your the layer that wants to be unwrapped mm. uh, next then mm. that was already worth it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah so see you the next time Bye-bye.